0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to The Satoshi Show. My name is Satoshi Nakamoto, and with me as always is my partner in love and in life, Link Labrador.
1: (coughs) Hello, hello. Yes, this is Link Labrador. How is everyone doing today? And we're going to dive right into a very special episode about Ukraine, Russia, what's going on, and how... Much has Russia fallen apart in the last 24, 48 hours. Now that we're done talking about that
0: submarine. Yes. Uh, we have had a very interesting week of news. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, must have been a slow news day for, it to be, for people to be talking about this crazy submarine so much. Oh my goodness. I did not think that those stories were ever going to go away.
1: Yes. As far <laughs> as the submarine. Oh. Uh, My husband and I, we were making bets about how sunk the submarine was. Yeah. Turns out it imploded on Sunday and we didn't need the media circus. It could have been wrapped up in about eight minutes. No, it turned into three days worth of
0: circus. Why so much circus? (laughs) Three days worth of circus. Indeed. The uh, people involved, uh, it's, you know a tragedy for any any family to have to go through that. Uh, that being said, the memes were very funny. Uh, <laughs> apparently the sub was being controlled by some type of Logitech game controller uh, which, just so that our older listeners know, uh, the Logitech controller is what you give your little brother when you don't want him to do well in the game because it's a crappy controller. Well, no, that's not true at all. The Logitech
1: controller did survive the implosion of the submarine, and Logitech has always been known for creating its quality products.
0: Ah, well, the, <laughs> I was surprised that they actually found the, uh, the controller on the bottom of the ocean. That was pretty funny absolutely so the biggest news at the moment is that apparently a paramilitary or mercenary group is currently invading the city of moscow Uh, the apparent situation is that the wagner group uh, was hired to help the russian army in ukraine but for some reason the russian army has now turned on them and started firing on their position uh and unsurprisingly, if you start firing missiles at mercenaries, they start firing back, uh, regardless of how much you've paid them. So <laughs> correct. Uh, what do you think is going to happen?
1: I think well, I think Russia is in a very interesting loop of they're ready for revolution, they're tired of what's going on, and this is how they re- and this is how they decide to turn turned the wheel of their society through revolution.
0: Frequently. Well, they've, they've certainly done it before. Uh, <laughs> the I, I find it very interesting that the Soviet Union lasted for as long as it did, but... Uh, the <laughs> uh the there were many revolutions uh not a lot of people know that you know there's the red revolution obviously the one that turned uh russia a communist but not a lot of people know that there were uh pretty consistent revolts well there was the bolshevik
1: revolution mhm
0: uh they, they did revolutions
1: for them revolutions like a tuesday for us right <laughs> oh no a politician said something weird Revolute Revolute. (laughs) Revolute time.
0: I love it. Well, I think that any self-respecting mercenary would uh, be upset if the army that hired them started firing on them. Uh, And I think that it is very likely that Putin will be thrown out of power. Uh, He has been a uh, dictator for, what, 20 years at this point? And uh, like you said, the Russian people are sick of it. They have uh, gone through tons and tons and tons of inflation. So, you know, wiping out the savings of ordinary people. And uh, the average wage in Russia is something like a- equivalent of $900 a month in US dollars, uh, which is, uh, just to put it into perspective- Basically nothing. Just to put it into perspective for people, that's about a fifth of the United States in terms of median income. Uh, Correct. That is disgraceful for such a powerful and modern economy to not be serving their citizens, uh, and by uh, making it so it's so difficult for people to live, and then asking them to go fight in a war. Like, jeez, they they did not think this through. Nope, they did not. Well, they also didn't expect the war to la- they also didn't expect the war to last what two years no 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 uh, uh, you know it's it's been a while but the, uh, the the claim at the time from people who were on the inside or uh, had insider knowledge was that uh, the Kremlin was planning to take uh, Ukraine in less than a week well uh, it's been a hundred weeks now and it's still you have not accomplished your goal, Mr. Vladimir. Uh, good job, good job. You have you have screwed yourself, good sir. Uh, yes, you have made a very simple in, a very
1: simple action of leave you Ukraine alone into a inter in, not intergalactic debacle. That would be weird. <laughs> a international debacle with the. Uh, let's see, let's think here, let's think. Who, uh, said no, this was a bad idea? Let's go down the list, because I'm sure the audience isn't keeping track. We are, but you guys aren't. So, the list of people that told Russia this was a bad idea. Sing it with me now, brother! (laughs) Do you want (laughs) to sing it, or shall I sing it? Go ahead! I will sing it! (laughs) When the world of Switzerland... Uh, Switzerland, Al Qaeda, t- uh, Switzerland, Al Qaeda, Canada, the United States, uh, Mexico, NATO, NATO.
0: Uh,
1: let's think. Who else said it was a bad idea?
0: Everyone, literally everybody. Uh, even okay, <laughs> let, me, let me put this into perspective for people as well. Even people within the Russian state, even people within the military, were against this. It's uh, essentially. From what I've heard, essentially, it's just Putin himself is the only person in favor of this war, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, he hopefully gets that gets consequences rect- for his actions. Hopefully, that gets rectified today, tomorrow, sometime soon. Hopefully, yes, it is incredible that it has taken this long, but uh, this this was basically inevitable. I mean, you can't just fight a forever war with a former state. I mean, can can you imagine? Can you imagine if Texas had broken away from the United States and then like we were asked to go invade Texas?
1: Oh wait, it happened once. It was called the American Civil War and that lasted what, five years maybe? How long did the American Civil War last? uh, About five years, yeah. That only lasted about five years. Yeah. So it has happened. Oh, of course. It doesn't end well in Yes. Now, hopefully this debacle, this international debacle can be resolved so the whoever runs the world or at this point who actually cares uh, can get along and go do what they were planning on doing with their evil, evil stupid plan to take over the world or whatever. They they can
0: have it. I don't want that headache. <laughs> the the simple fact is that people um, on every side. Correct. Uh, on, on uh, ev- basically every country, basically every person, uh, in power, and uh, it's rare. It's rare for something to unite, uh, basically everyone on Earth, but, you know, uh, Happens it Happens
1: once a decade or so, give or take. Yeah. Um, it has to take a really big thing. Right. Like, 9-11, or the Queen dying- I'm getting really tired of living through once-in-a-lifetime events every Tuesday. Right.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> just, the, the problem, there, there are many problems with this, but one of them is the news cycle does not have any, uh, di- like, distinction between something that is an actual once-in-a-lifetime global emergency and something that is A Tuesday. A Tuesday, right. A submarine went down. Oh, no. It's a Tuesday. It's... That is tragic for the families involved, but really, they're the only people that this affects. I mean, it's tragic for the families. Now the families have to figure out
1: what to do with the, the wills of these billionaires. I think the families will be fine. Right. I'm not weeping any crocodile tears for these people. I've seen... Uh, Audience, I have seen true suffering. A couple of lost billionaires, not worth my time. Right. Not worth my energy even thinking about. So let's move on.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. What do you think is going to be the biggest threat to the United States in the next hundred years? Uh, Ourselves? Yeah. Mostly? Yeah, no question. Uh, Super volcano
1: detonating?
0: I mean, that is possible,
1: I mean, <laughs> but unlikely. something Something happening on the interior of the United States that destabilizes, that destabilizes the United States from within, allowing the world to essentially invade and or take advantage of a weakened country. Yes. That is the biggest problem we face, is how do we deal with the rest of the world and the rest of the world wanting our stuff? <laughs>
0: well... Fortunately, as a world, as a world economy, we have figured out this you know distribution of resources uh, by money. Uh, Correct. You know, we, you know, countries used to go to war all the time over resources, and now we don't. Thank goodness. Uh, no, we go to war with ideas. We go to war in the we go to war in the, mo- in, the mu- in the puritanical sense of bidding wars. Uh huh. Yeah, and now to be fair there are a lot of inequities that need to be worked on you know the the rich countries are able to bid on you know things like vaccines or medical research or something like that we obviously the richer countries have more money to bid on that kind of thing but correct so we have a long way to go to uh make sure that the people of the world are able to have access to the same rights and freedoms and uh health and research and all of this but That brings us to a very interesting point, which is, we have talked about it several times before, but it is still an important and interesting topic. ChatGPT and other similar programs. Uh, It's been about what a month or two since we've spoken about it last on the program. And uh, even in that short space of time, hundreds, hundreds of companies have sprung up to be able to uh, take advantage of this incredible new technology and uh, it, it is just mind-boggling to me how fast that it's progressing. You know, AI art just a few months ago, uh, you know, you could barely make the, whatever representation that you were looking for. It, it looked basically just like blobs and now people are making portraits of real people, like trained on an individual person's likeness or making art that is, you know, a, as someone who has studied digital art and has um, been a, digi- a professional digital artist in the past, uh, like as good as a, you know, 10 years experience digital artist. And you can barely, barely tell. You would, you would have to be an expert to be able to tell that it was made by an AI and not by a human being. And the simple fact is that these things are only going to continue. They are only going to continue to get better because they get better much faster than human beings can get better at something. They get better at superhuman or robot speed. What do you think is going to happen in terms of these new technologies?
1: I think these new technologies are net benefit to humanity and a net benefit to society as a whole at the end of the day progress is progress right and it comes down to the individual to decide on what technical what technological level you are willing to live on Mm -hmm. do you want to be more like the native americans do you want to be the amish or do you want to be the or do you want to be the one chasing the latest gucci and louis vuitton trend right Or do you want to be more of a conservative buying the Rolex, knowing that the Rolex is going to go up in value Mm -hmm. and live a somewhat modest life?
0: It's up to you to decide on what you want to do as far as technology goes. Yeah. I I think this is an important point that a lot of people miss is that you should engage with technology as much as you are comfortable with. Correct. That's what people forget, that they have a choice Mm-hmm. to decide. Right. And, you know, the the rat race, so to speak, in terms of technology is just ever-increasing in speed. And so, the uh, you know, we, I've seen uh, videos and I've seen posts by people, um, you know, who have been documented by journalists, for example, because, you know, they live in this interesting way. You know, people who live as if it is you know, 1890, or yeah, the Amish are another good example, like you said, uh, people who live as if it is around 1850. Reminds me of a book called The Ear, the Eye, and the Arm. Mm. It takes place in Zimbabwe
1: after Zimbabwe basically fell apart, Then they have flying cars, and they have flying cars, radioactive waste, all sorts of shenanigans, all sorts of chaos. Mm. But in the middle of the city is just a small commune of people that choose to live like... Their ancestors did. Right. And it's completely sanctioned by government. Mm. And if nobody, if they don't want anyone in the door, they just block up their door and leave them alone.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. There's a very funny sketch that was posted on College Humor that was, uh, if you want to opt out of Google, Google is giving you the option to move into this, like, internet-free prison. Um, Wasn't that, wasn't that a onion... Article as well? I think so. Uh, The Onion has done a lot of similar stuff. But
1: (laughs) The Onion's brilliant. And yes, at this point, reading an actual news article and reading The Onion, which is which, (laughs) it seems just as insane as the last one. It really is. When satire becomes, really? Is this satire or did this actually happen? Let me go check. Like, I have to, every so often that are increasingly often these days. Mm -hmm. I hear a news report. Right. I hear a news report, and I have to go through, and I have to uh, check it to see if it's true or not. I'm like, is anyone else talking about this? What is going on with this weird, specific thing?
0: Well, unfortunately, it is going to be much more difficult to check your uh, sources in the future, because if you can create a A source. source... out of nothing, you know the, uh, the the ability to create things like news articles. Your news articles used to be a good vetted uh, vetted source of information, right? If you read something in a newspaper, generally speaking, it's true. Now that is not always the case. Nowadays, obviously, nowadays
1: but. you have to look it up, see if anyone else is talking about, and then determine for yourself. What is true? What isn't true? What's going on in this world? Who knows what's going on in this world? So at this point, I I open up my news app, I take a look at the news, I go, what's interesting today? I get it, I've heard about it, I've heard about it. 30 other people are talking about the same exact topic in the same exact way. Hey guys, we're doing this and hey guy I'm like, everyone just sounds the same. People, please! I got other stuff to worry about. <laughs> right.
0: I know you're speaking about TikTok as well. As yes. People just repeating the uh, people just repeating whatever the latest gossip or news is. Yeah,
1: I've stopped. I've stopped. I've honestly just stopped recording stuff on TikTok because, yes, it gets views, but it's not an individual voice. It's a crowd of people all saying the same thing. It's, right. quite, it's quite as st- quite shocking of going well this person and this person in this person in this person there's 30 of them all at the same time I'm like guys, is there nothing else going on really? we're talking about right
0: <laughs> well how can people uh how can people be more careful about what news they consume i don't think it's possible to be more careful at this really at this date at this stage hmm. it's
1: not about how careful you are about what mm-hmm. news you consume it's if you choose to consume it or
0: not interesting interesting because a lot of people have taken the approach of like oh well how do i how do i determine what is true and what isn't and you're saying that it, an alternate approach is to just opt out correct right.
1: opt out Fair and enough. if and if something earth-shattering and uh, and world-ending coming at you uh, we have the alert system for a reason <laughs>
0: True, true. It's,
1: it's, so, in the state we live in, Uh we get thunderstorms every so often. Right. Thunderstorms, tornadoes, whatever. Uh If it's severe enough, the local government uh, gives everyone a heads up of, hey, guys, uh, severe weather coming in. Get inside.
0: Right. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if people start uh, arguing with their local weather services sometime in the future. Like, oh, uh, you told me to stay inside while there was a tornado. Well, I'm gonna protest by standing outside. <laughs> Good uh, protest. Add yourself. Remove
1: yourself from the gene pool if you want to stand. If you want right. to stand outside while a hurricane or tornado is coming at you, uh, I'm not holding the door open for you. I might just lock the door behind you. <laughs> Good luck.
0: You're on your own. It's 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 just interesting to me, you know, what how people trust on some things and don't trust on others. Like the uh, you see people one saying we shouldn't follow the crowd, and then you see people following the crowd of not following the crowd. It's, it, it's like, Well, there's cl- following the crowd, mm-hmm. following the
1: crowd to your own detriment, and following right. the crowd to your own to your own liking to your own comfort level right if your friends are jumping off a bridge well either you're the first one jumping off the bridge or you look see what's going on judge for yourself it's not don't take risk it's take measured risk take careful risk Risk is what gives you experiences in this world and gives you education in this world. If you don't take risks and education, you remain a rock. A rock doesn't take any risks. It sits there.
0: (laughs) Right. You have to be able to adapt to whatever situation that you're in. And part of that is becoming resilient, being anti-fragile, as we talked about before. Uh, Anti-fragility is a concept that oh, we greatly, greatly encourage our listeners to learn and understand. Because like, right now we're taking, right now we're sitting
1: here, we're painting little Warhammer models. Absolutely, actually D and D models specifically.
0: Yes, you might uh, hear a couple of sounds of the paintbrush or the water or something like that. Um, yes, we are painting some absolutely lovely little game models.
1: Correct. But. Anti-fragility is a lovely word, is a lovely way to look at the world. Yes. Yes, you can have $10 million in your bank account. Yes, you're anti-fragile against
0: nearly everything. Right, so... You are resilient because you can basically pay your way out of any problem that you have. But keep in mind, you're still a human being. You still have flaws.
1: And mm-hmm. doesn't matter how much money you have in this world. If you're at the bottom of the ocean. Right. And you want to go to the bottom of the ocean in a sketchy, whole-built <laughs> something or another. Right. right. All the more power to you.
0: Uh, there was an interesting post that I saw of people asking ChatGPT if uh, carbon fiber was a good (laughs) choice of material for a submersible. And uh, of course, keep in mind that this uh, model is trained up until data of 2021. So, you know, of course, it has no idea about this current story. But the (laughs) ChatGPT was like, no, it's a terrible idea for material for a submersible. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, the community was pointing out that this is going to be a tool for people in the future to use to fact check people's claims. So this is getting back to the fact checking, um, uh, the fact checking that we were talking about before. Uh, we, we will have <laughs> an unfortunate amount of robots fact checking other robots. And uh, there is this whole debate about poisoning the data which people are trying to avoid. People uh, putting incorrect or quote-unquote false data. You know, uh, one of the problems is determining what is true and false because something that you and some of our more conservatively-minded listeners may be interested in learning, yes, is, that these large language models like ChatGPT and similar yep. have been tested and they significantly lean to the left on the political spectrum. Really? Oh yeah. Like You mean they're conservatives? They lean to the left.
1: Oh, on so the left, they're
0: they crazy liberals. Got it. Right. So uh, that's that's one way to put it, is, it, it. They lean liberal on the liberal spectrum of ideas. And my guess is that this is because they have been trained on models that are heavily influenced by academic texts. If you have an academic text, it is somewhat, or should I say, very likely for it to be left-leaning in its political ideology. Well, when it comes to left and right,
1: when it comes to left and right here in the world, it really boils down to how much X, Y, and Z are you willing to accept? Right. Are you willing to accept an insane amount of? Uh. Okay. Uh, here's a liberal idea. We need to li- we need to apply paint to every single building, and every single building needs to be hot pink. <laughs> Liberally hot pink. Uh, the conservative would say, "Well, my building. Do- I don't want my building to be hot pink. I don't like that color. Mm. I think." I think we should have it in a slightly different color. No, you can't do that because it goes against what I said because I'm a liberal and I'm
0: right. Hmm. Now, you you bring up an interesting point. Yes. And, and this is, I, I'm, I'm interested to speak with this, excuse me, speak with you about this because this is a topic that I have not heard this specific argument from anyone other than you. Uh, my guess is that it would be a very common argument on conservative talk radio, but I have not listened to nearly as much of it as you have. Uh, from my understanding, a conservative would generally want a solution that has to do with freedom of choice. Correct. And a liberal would generally, you're saying a liberal would generally want a more, like one-size-fits-all solution. Yes. Got it. Okay. Interesting. Um... That is, yeah, that makes sense. So how can, uh, how can we find a compromise in these divided times when it comes to these types of one size fits all versus uh, all the choice in the world solutions?
1: Well, <clears throat> compromise is a very interesting and dirty word here in the United States. True. You can't compromise with somebody without losing something. Oh, I must lose this to compromise with you. I must have this thing, and I must have that thing. I must lose something to be able to... No, you can do both. Right. You can have the coal power plant contracts, and you can have the contracts for the solar power plant. Mm -hmm. Do both! Right. Hand her to each base. Oh, coal is so evil, so dirty. Well... Uh, the opposite is, oh, solar power. Well, we want to put solar power in there. We have nothing but trees in this town, in this city, in this state. We have nothing but trees. What do we do? Well, we could just cut into the side of the mountain and pull the coal out. No, 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 no. We can't do that because that's evil and that's harming the mountain. It's, it's not. We have to chop down all of the trees and put up all of these solar panels. Well, that's not really
0: a compromise of any sort, now is it? No. The compromise that we have to come to in terms of, uh, we'll, we'll take green energy as a good example. Uh, the compromise that we have to come to is one, we have to figure out a, a, a what level of emissions that people are comfortable with. Correct. And unfortunately, the world has simply come to the agreement that it's as much as possible, which is, ridiculous. And then there's some states
1: saying emissions. We can't have any emissions whatsoever. It has to be completely green. Everything has to be green. Everything has to be perfectly green and perfectly clean. Meanwhile, those those states have unfettered, uncontrolled homelessness, crime, drug abuse, violence on a near unprecedented scale. But it's okay, guys. All the cars are electric now. (laughs) How does that help anybody?
0: One of the problems with complicated issues is that they have to be considered in a what is called multivariate way. Correct! A a way that considers many different variables at once. Yes! Uh, And this is one of the things that is so backwards in our society is, you know, we, we can have you know, the, the entire world focused its attention on... You know, a submarine. A, a submarine that went down four days ago and... and exploded basically immediately. So the whole right. media circus didn't matter. Right. It wasn't even helping anyone. And, you know, things like infrastructure and bridges and oh, clean by energy the, and oh, all by this. Oh, by the way, that bridge... is also important. That bridge that
1: caught fire, uh, it's... They're working on repairing it. I guess mm-hmm. they did in a near land speed record or whatever. <laughs> Again, they basically rebuilt the bridge in like a week and a half while right. no one was looking. And, but- yet,
0: and yet, it takes seven years for them to build anything around here. <laughs> <I'm sorry>. Correct. <laughs> the, the unfortunate fact is that human beings have a tendency to focus on the latest and newest and biggest and flashiest things and not focus on the things that are slow and steady and have to have attention over the long term.
1: Correct. Slow and steady wins the race the rabbit has been taught, but the rabbit does not want to listen to the turtle. The turtle has the right idea, but the turtle speeds up when he has to, slows
0: down when it is important, and he still wins. I, I wish that more people would hear and understand those types of stories. Uh-huh. Because.
1: Or the story of the Lorax. The Lorax feeds yeah. through the trees. The Lorax is more interested in f- helping out others, figuring out a way, sit down and talk with the Lorax, sit down and figure out what the Lorax wants and how to achieve both goals. Yes, you might not have large industry, but you'll have sustainable industry, which is larger. A sustainable industry is much larger than new money. New money is oh, I need that flashy car, I need that Bugatti, I need this thing, I need to put diamonds in my head, the rapper says. The rapper says, I need to put gold chains and surgically implant them into my skull. I'm like, what? Rappers are notoriously not the smartest human beings on earth. They have more money than sense, and they have no idea how to spend this money.
0: Well, uh, when you talk about new money, that's one example. Another example is- Andrew Tate? Andrew Tate, yeah. New money. New money.
1: Uh, Uh, I come from old money. I think Andrew Tate's an idiot.
0: Yeah. (laughs) i i've i've heard that he has been arrested finally uh
1: he's been arrested he got let out on prison and he finally got indicted yeah for what we're not going to go to we're not going to do that on this family
0: family show but we'll let
1: you do we'll let you do your own research
0: Yes, for the for those who uh, may care not, <laughs> may not know, Andrew Tate is a uh, you could call him a jerk influencer. Um, <laughs> he's a meme. He, he certainly is, but he uh, he's famous for being a jerk to people. Essentially, correct. Uh, one of one of those. Hmm. And uh what one the... of those
1: intellectual
0: types Oh, sure. Uh one of those uh intellectual. Yes, an yeah. intellectual, so smart that he uh ate a pizza on his Twitter video that showed where he was located while the police were looking for him. Genius. Uh buddy, you are not very smart. You rolled a one bub. Yeah. Uh it, it is interesting to me the, the fascination with this type of person because he on the one hand, he, I, I can see how someone might be like, oh, well, he, he gets whatever he wants. But on the other hand, it's like... He gets whatever he wants, but what you want isn't what you need, isn't what you deserve. Well, at knowing what is important in life is, is... Having the flashy car, sure, it's important having the flashy car, and the means to use it, and not committing massive felonies across the board, <laughs> uh, the, I would definitely recommend that our listeners not commit felonies. If you're
1: going to commit felonies, well, I can't stop you, but if you do profit massively, uh, our charity is always accepting donations, and we don't question where the money comes from. Oh, my. Uh, don't
0: flip that out of context, please. <laughs> the uh, Oh, speaking of which, we have our charity now set yes. up called Donate, Donate by, by mail. mail. Donate by Mail. And we are working on setting up uh, the ability to sell and uh, purchase and sell and uh, get donations in of used items to kind of make an online thrift store. Correct we are thinking about primarily focusing on technology because uh, there are so, there's such a great need for these types of technology devices of people who are disabled, are uh, students and veterans who are disabled. Uh, they, they have a, a, just an enormous need for these items, especially computers, like laptop computers, to be able to go to school. And I mean, good luck trying to get through college without a laptop computer. The the ability for people to, uh, to donate these items and for us to be able to give them to people who need them, I, I'm really excited about the prospect. I am too. It will be a very fun and exciting op-
1: uh, opportunity for everyone involved. Anything else you want to say on that topic or shall we move on to the next one?
0: think that we will take a quick break and be right back. I think so as well.